Yo, what's up everyone? Welcome to the Buffalo Report podcast. We're going to get you some good Buffalo news today. Our main story to start off the day will be about the Sabres training camp and injured players coming right back on to the practice ice. Then we're going to move on into the injury reports from both the Buffalo Bills and the Indianapolis Colts. Let's get right into the episode. Starting off with the main story of the day, we got some injured players back on to the ice in camp for the Buffalo Sabres. The three players that we have gotten back are Jack Eichel, Lena Solmark, and Victor Olofsson. Jack Eichel will be interesting to see in camp, and now that we'll find, and now we'll finally get the full first line of probably Eichel, Olafson, and Taylor Hall. So it's good to have them back. The Gergensen's injury is definitely he's out for the season, so that's going to suck there. But did we see? Um, USA versus Canada last night. I that that was interesting. USA won that very convincingly. They blanked Canada. But one thing I did see from Canada was Dylan Cousins. And I think when I was watching that, what I got from him was speed. Which is good. We love speed. That's what this team has needed. Speed. He he didn't he didn't score a goal. He didn't get any points, and that was very upsetting. But he would beat some of the defenders he was on. And I I, I like that from him. Again, it's pretty much an off game basically from points wise. The dude led that team Canada in points. That whole tournament. So again, guy's a special player. And he'll probably be on the team come the 14th. So, but having Eichel and Olsen back can be good. We got a couple more days of camp left until the 14th. And they'll finally get chemistry with Hall, most likely. That second line's been getting a lot of chemistry together already. So we can confirmly say our second line should be solid chemistry-wise. First line, we'll get there. Third line, we'll have to change probably one player. We're going to have to replace Gergensen's. That's really just about it when it comes to those three lines. Fourth line, hopefully we can just get the job done. That's what we need. So that's what we are going to hope for. Just a reminder, Jack Eichel led the team in points, I believe, last season. Or I was also. But what would we expect out of an Olsen Eichel Hall line? I expect a lot of points. I expect a lot of ice time. That's for sure. Those guys are going to get a good chunk of ice time. And I think they will be the leading lead scoring line. Like first line has been for us every year. They always have great first lines. It's the... Second 
and lower lines that have always been questionable when it comes to our line. But now second line's pretty good with the stall, Skinner, and all that. But Eichel had practice. He was smiling. He was happy to be back on that practice. Dude was having a smile. He enjoyed it. Joining practice probably next week will be Cousins and Quinn. As they were in the tournament, they weren't at practice at all. The past, I don't know, the past couple weeks. But they'll most likely be in the practice since that tournament is done. So we will probably, Ralph will probably get to see them. And I expect a lot of things from Cousins after that. Cousins looked good. That's all I'm going to say. I'm gonna, He looked good. I think he's ready to take that step to the NHL this year. And I just can't wait. It's good to have a draft pick that isn't a freaking bust. You know? Because this team's always had a history of busts for draft picks. The GM we have now has done very well. And I love him. He's built this team up to a bit more to what we need. Getting that Eric Stahl trade. Beautiful. Signing Terror Hall. Beautiful. Drafting Jack Quinn, a goal scorer. was a pretty decent draft pick. Of course, there was Perfetti and all that. But getting Jack Quinn was a good plan. Good idea. Now, I know we got someone stick around that probably won't be um, part. There's some Russian kid, but he's apparently supposed to have an even higher ceiling than Jack Quinn. So he's going to be even better. So that second round draft pick was really nice too. This team, they're trying to build it. They're trying. Ralph and our GM are kind of being a bit of the Walmart versions of McDermott and Bean as of right now. That's a comparison I can really make. But that's really it for comparisons. I, I think they'll bring us to the right direction. This hopefully will be a winning season. That's what we've needed here. Because uh, follow the Bills are... The, how well the Bills are doing, the Pegulas are putting a high standard with the Sabres right now. Because we've seen what they can do to hire all these people for Buffalo, for the for the Bills. Now, do it with the Sabres. Right? So the Pegulas are in high standard now. Especially with how this Bills team is going. But that, that they're on big standards. They, they need to get this hockey team straightened out. Like now. They need to. The Sabres news today. I guess the main story will really be the next one. That's going to be longer. We're going to head on to the Bills. Here in the next segment. And we're going to be looking at the Bills injury report. Okay. Heading into this next segment. We got the Buffalo injury report. Two big players there. Uh, Colby is least Stephon Diggs did not practice today. Though Stephon Diggs did say he was fine. And that he will be playing on the Saturday wildcard game. 
and I'm guessing he did not practice just to be careful. So he will most likely be playing on Saturday against the Indianapolis Colts. Other big player, Cole Beasley. This is the fifth day now that he has not practiced, and it's looking like he might miss the game this week. But this is why we signed a. This is why we signed Kenny Stills to the practice squad. And also, it's smart that we're going to keep him there because you can have unlimited practice squad signups during the playoffs. No, they won't be put on waiver wire. Obvious reasons. So it's looking like Kenny Stills will probably be called up and will get to play against the Indianapolis Colts on Saturday. Reggie Gillen, the fullback, has had a hamstring injury. He's been full all week. Looking like he's going to be playing. And the other player of importance is Isaiah McKenzie. After the big game he had against the Dolphins, I do want to see more of him in the playoffs. He has an ankle injury and has been limited the past two days. So the injury report is smaller than it's been most of the year. But some big names on there like Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley. Again, Stephon Diggs will most likely be playing on Saturday after his comments about the oblique injury. But Beasley with the leg injury, some leg injury, I'm 90% sure, will most likely not be playing this week as he's still a week-to-week status. And he has not practiced all week. But again, that is why it's great that we signed someone like Kenny Stills. It's not why we signed him. We'll say multiple times it wasn't. We've had our eye on him for a while. But it's good that we have him to be in that spot if Beasley cannot play. Now we're going to flip over to the other side of things. And this is why I didn't bring up the injury report in yesterday's pod. Because I wanted to see how today would fold out for the Indianapolis Colts. One of the starting corners on a concussion protocol is not practiced all week. It's looking like he will not play this week. One of their tackles, again, has not practiced all week. Looking like he won't play this week. I think he's one of their backups, so it's not that bad for them there. But we're going to look at the two big names in the injury report for the Indianapolis Colts. There is their star pass rusher defensive tackle, DeForest Buckner who has yet to practice this week. And if he keeps going on that trend, it's looking like he will not play on Saturday. That is what I'm hoping for. Because if the Colts lose a good pass rusher in DeForest Buckner, that's going to be great. Because then they don't have that pass rusher that gets to your quarterback. I think they have Justin Houston, though. They might not. I don't remember if they have Houston or not still. But, again, Buckner's a very good defensive lineman. And if he's out, that will be a gift to the Bills there. It would ease the offensive pressure in that game, especially one of their corners also most likely being out of that game. The last big name, and this is the guy I wanted to wait for today to see how he was today, was Phillip Rivers with a toe injury. He did not practice on... Tuesday, but he did have full practice today, and that's the injury I was in, because if they lose Phillip Rivers, it's game over for the Colts, they're, oh, that's game over for the Colts if they lose Rivers, because the, the inconsistent play from him already to an even more inconsistent Kobe Brissett quarterback, so 
Again, we don't know. Kobe Brissett fights to the end. Same with Frank Reich as their head coach. We'll see how that turns out. We'll see how that injury on Rivers goes. But he was in full practice today. So he might be in this week. The last big name on their list was the guy that ran for over 250 plus yards last week against the Jaguars, Jonathan Taylor. He has been limited all week with, I believe, an ankle injury. If he's going to be limited all week and is limited in snaps, that's going to be very good for this Buffalo defense as that is what they're most likely going to try to attack us with in the primetime game, in the wildcard game, not primetime. So that is very thankful for Buffalo right there if he is not in. Again, we don't wish injury on anyone. We are just, if they're out, they're out. Good for us, I guess, but get better. Those are your two injury reports. And I think the team that so far been hit the hardest out of injuries is has to be the Colts right now. Because with us, I know Diggs not practiced, but he said he's fine. He He's like, I'll be playing on Saturday, right? The Colts are have Phillip Rivers on there. But he might play as he's full practice today. DeForest Buckner on there, who has not practiced at all so far this week. Jonathan Taylor, who's been limited all week. And it's just that those are some players that you can't afford to lose. I know they have a corner. Corner is already a place where their best corner is Xavier Rhodes. So that's already questionable as it is. And you're going to have him on Stephon Diggs? Uh, maybe maybe all those years of practice against each other may help. But who knows? Xavier Rhodes was a lot of burnt toast last year. And again, this is a Colts defense that isn't great. It's good, not great. But if they lose another, cor- if they lose a corner of the concussion, you could see some weakening. Where Kenny Stills can get in there, that John Brown can get in there, that Gabriel Davis can get in there. Stephon Diggs, of course, he's obvious. But the Bills' wide receiver injury and Cole Beasley <laughs> clearly didn't affect us in the Dolphins game. But in a big game like this, could see to affect us as he's Mr. Reliable. But Kenny Stills could be there. John Brown's going to be back. Again, Stephon Diggs will be there. I'm really banking on the Stephon Diggs saying he's fine. I think you guys know how much I'm really banking on that one. But those players seem to say they're fine, that they're good. We won't see it until later. Tomorrow will be pretty much the definitive of entry report. When it comes, that will be posted on my Instagram page, Buffalo Report. That, that we will look at that at that time on my instant page. And... I mean, what do I got to say? I mean, having Gillum back could help blocking-wise. He was a decent blocker as a fullback. But again, I'm really that DeForest Buckner injury. If he's out, if he's out of that game, Allen may have a field day. Again, I already explained yesterday, I think this game's already going to be a blowout. I just don't 
see the hype with the Colts from Colts fans right now. Oh, congrats. You, you ran for 250 yards. What am I supposed to say to that? It's the Jaguars. They are purposely tanking. They completed the tank. They get Trevor Lawrence. I mean, yeah, because they already got Trevor Lawrence the week before. Oh, they're playing for pride. Blah, 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 blah. Doug Moore's a terrible fucking coach. That defense is just absolutely god-awful. Their offense can't move the ball for a crap ton, and you still almost blew it until fourth quarter. When you were done fucking playing around and messing around. So... Watching the game, I just don't see the hype. You know? The, the hype just isn't there for me. With that team. Now I get a hype for a team like the Kansas City Chiefs. Though I also don't see that at all either. But it's the Kansas City Chiefs. They're the reigning Super Bowl champions. There's hype for the Ravens. That team's been really going though. There's some hype for the Titans. You know, you got Derrick Henry coming off a big win against the Texans that you almost blew, and you sh shouldn't have lost that at all. That god-awful defense. And I just don't think the Colts are that scary. Now, of course, that's a fan opinion. The players have to remind... As no, they're all professionals. We can't downplay them, you know? It's kind of how players have to be mentally... With these people. Right. But as a fan. You can say this team doesn't scare me. Compared to this Red Hot Bills team. And these injuries. Make me scared a lot less. DeForest Buckner. The cornerback. Their quarterback is on there. Their star running back is on there. Like again. I bet that injury report's probably less than it was. Mid-season. Like every team in the NFL. But they just don't scare me, man. They aren't a scary team. And you have to remember that. That's really it for the Bills news today. That's your injury reports. Um, if Diggs isn't fine and the team decides not and have him not play... Because of the injury, we also have Josh Allen's buddy from Wyoming on the practice squad that we would call up in that situation. I don't know, maybe 17 plus 4 does equal 6, and we'll see a big game in the playoffs from those two. Already have the chemistry there. What do we know? But we are really praying Stefan Diggs is not out. Because then, we look like a less scary team to the Colts. Because what makes us scary is Stefan Diggs. Also, one thing to point out, there are no defensive injuries on that injury report that are starters. Holy, does that feel good. We've gone through the whole season of having it defensive injuries on that injury report or on the IR. It feels good to not have any more on there. It really does.
Thank you all for listening to the Buffalo Report podcast. If you like my voice and just want to hear more, you can go listen to a new podcast that me and my friend will be creating creating here on the same site. Random Rants. That probably won't be up on Spotify for a bit because we are still working out the kinks and stuff with that one. If you want more of my voice, but with games on top of it, you can go to my gaming YouTube channel, Buffalo Gaming. I haven't posted on it in a while, but I might post on it a bit more if I can get the dang view- views up. And if you just like my ideals on the Buffalo Bills team and the Buffalo Sabres, and you want quick, reliable Buffalo news, you can go follow my Instagram, the Buffalo Report. Hope you all did enjoy the pod today. It's a bit of a shorter one than normal. But I will see you all in the next episode, which will probably not be till after the Colts game. Thank you all for listening. Remember to follow us on Spotify. And just daily listen. Not everything's daily. I've just been doing this three days. Make sure this really works, and I'm loving it. We'll probably go to a normal schedule starting next week. Thank you all for listening to the Buffalo Report podcast. See you in the next episode. Goodbye.